Disclaimer. In this speech, I am not trying to relate any political party to any of the mass-murdering dictators listed, specifically Hitler or Stalin. There is no correlation pointed to Trump being Hitler or Joe Biden being Stalin whatsoever or vice versa. Disclaimer. No modern political party is being referenced as being Stalin or Hitler whatsoever. Always vote for principle. Though you may vote alone and you may cherish the sweetest reflection, that your vote is never lost. John Quincy Adams. Today, many Americans are not heeding the advice of President Adams. Instead, we fall into the paradigm that we need to choose the lesser of two evils. Whenever state, local, or federal elections roll around in November, many Americans find themselves stuck in the paradigm that they need to choose between Republican or Democrat, or the idea that they need to choose the lesser of two evils. So today, to analyze this philosophy, we must ask ourselves the question, how would Americans vote in the hypothetical election of Stalin v. Hitler? And we can see, using the lesser of two evils philosophy, that we would end up voting for Hitler, and then applying this, and then applying this logic through real life. And we can see this in three ways. First is by analyzing the similarities between Stalin and Hitler. Second is by looking at the lesser of two evils logic. And third is by applying this logic to real life and its effects. So now onto our first point of the similarities between Stalin and Hitler. Now, some of the two biggest and largest mass murdering dictators in human history turn out to be not all that different. They, ki they both killed millions of people Although Stalin killed a lot more people, and there was a small difference, the Nazis primarily killed foreigners or people outside the German mainland, while the communists under Stalin and his buddies in the Soviet bloc primarily killed their own people, which is arguably even worse. But still nonetheless, both killed mass millions of people. Second is we can see how both were massive central planners. Hitler completely organized or completely took over the production and all private property in Germany, while Stalin in Soviet Russia completely banned private, party, private property altogether and declared a communist utopia. We can also both see that Stalin and Hitler also be, happened to be followers of Marx. Hitler just took a different approach to Marxism, while Stalin took more a Leninist, brunt, blunt approach to the Marxist ideas, leading to both being highly militant. The Nazis tried to take over all the entire continent of Europe. However, the Russians kind of bet them on this level, as the Russians ended up controlling the Russian bloc, or the Warsaw Pact, pretty much encompassing all of Eastern Europe and much of the southern of the northern Middle East, such as Georgia and Armenia, and countries such as Kazakhstan, and even the Soviet bloc started going into countries such as China, allowing the communists to withhold a large or a huge swath of the globe, beating the Nazis by far. So today, let's see the logic of how these two would compete in an election. Through seeing their... Through seeing... The, through the lens of the lesser of two evils philosophy, bringing us to our second point. So we'll have to assume that using the lesser of two evils, we would have to use Hitler. After all, he killed less people, 
he projected his might over a smaller swath of land, he was a little bit, uh, let's say, odd when it came to, he did not completely take away German freedoms in the way of private property, although he pretty much virtually did. And at least, and at least he was better in some respects to Stalin. But let's just point it out. So let's say even though Hitler may be the lesser evil of Stalin, he's also one of the most evil people to ever live. And when you have two of those, Stalin and Hitler, Stalin probably taking first place on them and Hitler taking second, whether you choose one of them to be your president, it really doesn't matter. You're probably going to get the same thing. So once again, let's kind of see that it, this is ridiculous. Well, we can apply this lesser of two evils philosophy to modern politics. So let's talk about this in real life. So let's look at some of the parallels that many Americans view or disenfranchised Americans view in the Republican and Democratic parties. Many Americans think that both parties, whether it's Democrats or the Republicans, spend into the eternity. After all, President Trump just signed in a bipartisan, multiple bipartisan stimulus bills that pretty much passed $2.7 trillion in $2.7 trillion, one of the largest spending bills in American history. Obama and Bush both pushed through radical stimulus bill as also. So both parties kind of bipartisanly spend like hell. Both parties also tend to favor wars, whether it's the Bush administration launching the Afghanistan and Iraq wars or the Obama administration launching the Libya wars and repeatedly trying to declare war on Syria. And, don't, and let us not forget Iran this entire time, which, is, which we repeatedly try, try to declare war on, whether it's under Bush, Obama, or Trump. Obama did try to get us out, though. But my point here is that many Americans kind of see the both parties as kind of the same or very similar. Whether it's the overreach where the Patriot Act, pretty much one of the largest monitor bill, monitoring bills in American history, was passed under bipartisan support. In fact, only one senator in the, in the Senate actually voted against it. And, and it has bipartisanly been repassed every five years since it was passed in the early 2000s. So what do America, many Americans think? Many Americans view both parties as similar. And the idea, and they're stuck in this paradigm, that they need to choose the lesser of two evils. So what does this mean? This means that many Americans, if you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you're a Republican and you don't like Trump, you may end up voting for Trump because, after all, he's a lot less worse, in your view, to, than Hillary Clinton. If you're a Democrat, you might end up voting for Joe Biden, even though you might not like him. He's a hell of a lot better than Donald Trump. And, but there's also a lot of Americans, too, who are completely disenfranchised because they view both Republican and Democratic parties as inadequate to fulfill their own values. So millions of Americans, practically the majority of Americans who do not even vote, do not even vote in major elections, they feel disenfranchised because there is no one in either of the major parties representing them showing us that we need to shift to a country and showing that John Quincy Adams is right. So today, we must ask ourselves the question, hypothetically, how should Americans vote in the hypothetical election of Stalin v. Hitler? And the answer is, hypothetically, we would have to go with Hitler because he's the lesser of two evils. And understanding that this logic of the lesser of two evils philosophy can be applied to this disenfranchisement of many Americans 
in today. After all, we can see this in three ways. First is by seeing how Stalin and Hitler are pretty similar. Second is by seeing how Hitler is just a tiny bit less worse than Stalin and therefore fits under the lesser two evils philosophy. And third is by understanding that the logic used in the hypothetical applies to many Americans today. And many Americans are disenfranchised. Because after all, if you're a constitutionalist or a or a more energized leftist, you might see Bernie Sanders as your guy, or you might see, or you might see Mike Pence, or or not Trump. You might see that both parties are kind of full of crap in your eyes. And many Americans who see that the Republicans who have been championing low spending have not fulfilled their promises. And many Americans are, and millions of Americans have just chosen not to vote at all. Because they are stuck in the paradigm of the true is it of the lesser of two evils approach. The idea that you'll throw away your vote if you vote if you vote for a third party. However, John Quincy Adams shows us that this is not the way. Because every American should always vote on their principles. Though they may vote alone, they may cherish the sweetest reflection that their vote is never lost. Because what really matters in the end. After all, there have been people, after all, when you're meeting your creator, what does it matter? That you chose the lesser of two evils or that you chose what is right? Thank you. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you like the show, click the review button, leave a good one, and click the subscribe button so you'll come back on, our nether, on the next episode of Extemptal. Thank you.